Hello, this is Basil Howard Brown, and welcome to Messages of Revival. I'm so excited to share this word with you right now. I believe it's a timely one and will minister the love of Jesus to you. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away and all things have become new. God is good. And remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. God bless. Hello, and welcome to Messages of Revival podcast. This is Basil Howard Brown. It's so good to be back with you today. And we are going to be talking about the secret place of the Most High out of the book of Psalms, chapter 91. This is a very powerful psalm, and I believe it's going to be a massive encouragement to you, especially in these days that we're living in. So let's kick off here with verse 1, Psalm 91. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. This is such a very powerful scripture. He that dwells in the secret place. Yes, there is a secret place. We need to find what that secret place is and step into that place. I believe to get yourself into the secret place of the Most High, what you need to do is you need to spend time with the Most High. You need to spend time in His presence so you can be led by the Spirit of God Almighty. Read the Word, study the Word, spend time with Jesus. Spend time praying in the Spirit. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. The Bible says praying in the Holy Ghost. And I I believe when you get to that place and you're in His presence, look, um, I remember the days when, when I was a much younger man and I would pray and I felt like my prayers were hitting the ceiling uh, and I, I felt like God wasn't hearing me. But I believe it was, I believe He was, but I just felt like He wasn't. Um, and I, I had that feeling because obviously I wasn't spending time with Him like I should have. And sometimes people get into that mode where, you know, it's, it's like emergency prayer. You know, we never pray only when there's an emergency. Uh, We never read the Word only when we're desperate or when we go to church on a Sunday morning. I believe it should be a daily occurrence. You pray, you read the Word, you spend time talking. Even if you spend time just praying in the Spirit while you drive down the road, I believe it's important. Build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Get yourself into that secret place. The Bible says, uh, shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. So that's what we what happens to us when we get into that secret place. The enemy cannot come against us. The enemy cannot attack us because we have the power of God living on the inside of us. This is a daily occurrence, folks. Who knows what the future holds? Only God knows. But I can tell you right now, He is the one that holds our future. And so if we focus on Him and focus on the Word, we get direction, we get led by the Spirit of God, we do what He wants us to do, we say what He wants us to say, and we go where He wants us to go. Verse 2 says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. On Him I lean and rely, and in Him I confidently trust. See, there's a key right there. He's my refuge. In other words, I'm leaning on Him, I'm relying on Him, and I'm trusting in Him. When He becomes my refuge, that's what I'm doing, trusting in God every single day. 
There's so much going on out there in the world. If you pay attention to all that stuff, let me tell you what, it can bring you down. If you're listening to what others say, it can bring you down. There are people that, that are living in the negative all the time. That's what they do. They live in the negative all the time. And all they do is they speak negative stuff and it just breaks down, breaks down. And if you keep on listening to it, that's where you're going to end up just broken down. But if you're trusting God, listening to his word, his voice, and spending time in prayer, you, he's your refuge. He's your safe place. You're living under the shadow of the Almighty. You're leaning on Him, you're relying on Him, and you're trusting in Him. Now, verse 3, because He is your refuge, because you have found that secret place of the Most High, verse 3 then kicks into play, and it says, For then He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Then He will cover you with His feathers or His pinions, and under his wings shalt thou trust and find refuge. His truth shall be, the, and his faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. So listen to this carefully. The Lord, in verse 3, says, Ah, he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler. If you have him as your refuge, if you are living close by him, pressing into him, pressing into the word, pressing into prayer, obeying what he wants you to do. He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler. Verse 5 says, you shall not be afraid. In other words, <laughs> if he's your refuge, there is no fear. We don't have fear about tomorrow. We're not fearful about next week or next month or next year or the year thereafter. We're not fearful. We have no fear. Why? Because he is my refuge because I'm living and dwelling in the secret place of the Most High, because I know who my God is, and I know how to stand upon the Word, and I know how to trust Him. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor for the arrow, the evil plots and slanders of the wicked that flies by day. Doesn't that sound a little familiar in the times we're living in? I mean, I, I think Psalm 91 might have been written for today. You should not be afraid of the terror. You should not be afraid of the evil plots. You should not be afraid of the slanders of the wicked that are moving around every day. There's a lot that's been said about the church. There's a lot that's been said about the attack that's coming on the church. And it's going to be like this in last days, folks. We're going to have to be strong in the Lord, strong in our faith, knowing that what God has promised, He's also able to perform. But He's going to protect us because we're dwelling in the secret place, because He's our refuge. He's going to protect us. He's going to lead us and He's going to guide us. And we are not going to have any fear. Verse 6 says, Nor for the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor for the destruction and sudden death that surprise and lay waste at noonday. A thousand shall fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Listen to that carefully. All the turmoil, all the craziness, all the wickedness that's going on round about you cannot come near you because he is your refuge, because you have found that secret place 
and you're dwelling there. And he's protecting you, and he's leading you, and he's guiding you. I believe this is an encouragement right now to people. Maybe you're living in a little fear. Maybe you're concerned about some things. Maybe you're worried. Listen, don't worry. Just be happy. Don't let the devil steal your joy. Keep your joy. You keep your goods. Amen. Verse 8 says, only a spectator shall you be. Isn't that great? Only a spectator shall you be. Hallelujah. Yourself inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High as you witness the reward of the wicked. Ah, I've just got to read that scripture again. That is so powerful. Only a spectator. Do you know what a spectator is? A spectator is somebody that's sitting on the sideline watching but not participating. I'm going to say that again. A spectator is somebody that's sitting on the sideline watching but not participating. If you go to a sports game as a spectator, you are not on the field. You are not throwing the ball. You're not running. You're not catching. You're not doing any of that stuff. Everybody else is, but you are in the stand spectating, watching, watching. This is what God said would happen. A thousand shall fall at your, uh, uh, at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only a spectator shall you be. <laughs> Yourself inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High as you witness the reward of the wicked. Folks, get ready to witness the reward of the wicked. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, God is not done with America. God is not done with the church. God is not done with you and I. There's so much more that has to be accomplished before the trumpet sounds. But we are going to be a spectator to see the reward of the wicked. We're going to witness the reward of the wicked as a spectator. I love that. I love that. Verse 9 says, Because you have made the Lord your refuge, even the Most High your dwelling place, there shall no evil befall thee, nor any plague or calamity come near your tent, or the King James Version says, near your, near your dwelling. <laughs> okay, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just so excited. I mean, I feel the anointing. I'm, I'm kind of struggling just to keep myself on track over here. There shall no, shall no evil befall thee, nor any plague or calamity come near your tent. You say, I don't have a tent. Well, you've got a house. Uh, you live in a, you live in a, a camper. You, you're living somewhere. Uh, maybe you do have a tent. Hey, that's good too. So, you will only spectate. And what is going on round about you will not come near you. The attack of the enemy will not come near you. I'm going to go back to verse 1. And of course, I'm reading this out of the Amplified Bible. It says over there, the last part of verse 1 says, Whose power no foe can withstand. In other words, the power of the Holy Ghost that's living on the inside of you because you are in the secret place of the Most High. There's no, there's no foe that can withstand or come against the power of the Holy Ghost, the power of God Almighty. 
No calamity will come near your tent. Verse 11 says, He will give His angels charge over you to accompany and defend and preserve you in all your ways of obedience and service. Isn't that awesome? He'll give His angels charge over you. In other words, He's going to send His angels to protect you, to guard you, to accompany you, to defend and preserve you in all your ways of obedience and service. I'm glad that word obedience is in there. See, we've got we to have that obedience towards God Almighty. Follow what His Word says. Don't listen to what people say. Follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Don't listen to what people say. Trust God. Don't trust man. Trust His Word. Don't trust the Word of man. Verse 12 says, They shall bear thee up on their hands, lest thou dash the foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent, shall you trample under feet. Because, listen to this carefully, because you have set his love upon me, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. This is God speaking. I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he knows and understands my name. He has a personal knowledge of my mercy, my love, my kindness. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Because he knows and understands my name, he has a personal knowledge of my mercy, my love, and kindness. Trust and relies on me, knowing I will never forsake him. No, never. Wow, that is just incredible. That is just amazing. I'm just going to have to go back to the beginning of that scripture and read it again. Verse 14, it says, Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he knows and understands my name, has personal knowledge of my mercy, love, and kindness, trusts and relies on me, knowing I will never forsake him. No, never. Listen to me real carefully. God will never leave us nor forsake us. If there's any walking away, it's us. We're the ones that walk away from him. I've seen it where people go through trials and tribulations in the church. And then the next thing, they're not even coming to church. And then they're not praying and they're not serving God and they're not reading the Bible. And what has happened is this. They've actually run away from God instead of running to Him. When you have trials and tribulations, when things are going hard, when you feel like you see no light at the end of the tunnel, there's no way to break through. Here's what you have to do. Folks, you've got to run to God. Go to church. Spend time in the Word. Pray. Get a hold of God. Talk to Him. Share with Him what you're dealing with. Because He's going to make a way. He is going to make a way. He will never forsake us. He will always be there for us. No matter what is going on. Listen, we serve a great God, a merciful God, a loving God, an awesome God. In actual fact, the words that we try to describe God with 
fall short. And we can only, only describe God in our limited, you know, vocabulary that we have. This is powerful stuff. Verse 15 says, He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. When last did you call upon the Lord? When last did you hear the voice of the Lord? You know, there's times, there's times that I'll be just talking about stuff, and I just feel the presence of God come upon me. Just yesterday, I was talking to a friend of mine on the phone. And, and listen, we weren't even talking about the things of the Lord. We were talking about current events in the, in the world, in, in, in America. And suddenly the Holy Ghost fell upon me. It's like God was just confirming what I was saying to him at the moment. It's like, it's like he's always there. He's always listening. And he always wants to interact. He always wants to get in our conversation. He always wants to be a part of our decision. Because he knows he has the perfect plan. He's leading us. He's guiding us. He's taking us to the place where he wants us to be. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Listen to me real carefully, folks. God's about to show you His salvation. There's things that you've been praying about. There's things that you've been standing on the word for. There's things that you feel like God has, has forgotten about that, that you, you're probably never going to see them come to pass because, uh, you know, it's just been that long of a time. But listen to me real carefully. He says, I will show him my salvation. God's about to show you his salvation. In other words, he's about to turn circumstances around. He's about to turn situations around. And I'm telling you right now, that which you've cried for for many a year, that which you've stood on the word for, trusting God, believing God, it's at the door. It's ready to, it's ready to be delivered. He's going to make a way where, where you look and see there is no way, God. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way for America. Oh, yes, there is. There is a way for America. If I look in the natural law, there's, there's no way that this can turn around. There's no way. What's going to happen to the church? What's going to happen to us? Oh, we're going to dwell in the secret place. We're going to have him as our refuge. He's going to lead us. He's going to guide us. He's going to protect us. His mercy is going to be upon us. And we're going to call upon him. And he's going to give us long life. And he's going to show us. His salvation in everything we do. <laughs> so don't be concerned. Don't worry. Don't fret. Don't have any anxiety. But trust God with every fiber of your being. God's about to carry you through to the place where you should be. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Hallelujah. He leads us and guides us by still waters, green pastures. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. The last thing you want to do, folks, is get into fear. Faith is the key. 
You have to have faith. You have to trust God with every fiber of your being. And faith in God does not mean to say that I see what I'm believing God for already. Faith is I trust God no matter what I see in the natural realm. That's what faith is. And the Bible says just a faith the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain. Some of you have looked at your situation and you have declared, this is a mountain. This is a mountain I face. But in actual fact, next, next door to God, it's just a molehill. And it's all going to be moved by faith, by trust, by the word, by praying in the spirit, by spending time with God, by spending time in the word, by pressing in, by being obedient, by listening to the voice of the Lord. I pray that this uh, teaching this morning has been a real time of encouragement. I'm praying that your faith is being built up. I'm praying that you're getting ready, getting ready for the great things that God has in store for you. Don't underestimate what God can do. Don't put God in a box just because you don't see it. God's bigger than that. Hallelujah. Great things are in store for you. Get ready. God's moving on your behalf. Your salvation is right at your door. It's going to be uh, unfolded uh, right in front of you. And you're going to stand in amazement and go, look what the Lord has done. Look what he's done for me. Look how he's carried me through. Get ready, folks. Good times ahead. We're excited about what the Lord's doing in the nation. And we're excited about what God's about to do in the nation and the world. So get ready. He's going to use you. You're going to be a part of the end time harvest. We love you. God bless you. We'll be back with you soon. If you don't know Jesus and need to rededicate your life right now, pray this prayer with me. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I confess right now that Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart, take out the hardened heart, and give me a heart of flesh. Change me, Lord. Let me never be the same again. I repent and turn from my ways. I make you Lord of my life right now. Use me, Lord, in these days we are in. I am ready for your coming and always will be. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul and setting me free. Amen. Now, if you pray this prayer, I would love to hear from you. So please email me at revivalpodcasthb at gmail.com. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Messages of Revival Podcast. For more, subscribe to Messages of Revival Podcast on Anchor, Google Podcast, and iTunes. And share this podcast with somebody that needs to be uplifted and blessed. God bless you.